Listen, guys, I'm going to put you on game real quick. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. There are so many creation tools that will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. It's so simple to use. Best part as well is that Anchor will distribute your podcast to like Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, everything for you without you having to worry about taking control uh, and doing everything manually because it is pretty much a hassle from what my personal experience I've been using. So it is great that Anchor could do that for you guys without having to worry about it. It's everything you need to make a podcast right in one place. Plus, it's free. You heard me. Free. Free, 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 free. Best part about it, you could get paid from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Hear me out. You could get paid from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So you could easily get started today just by going to anchor.fm to get started. That again is anchor.fm to get started or download the free Anchor app right off the iOS store or the Google Play store. If you'd like to see more podcasts, just go ahead, right on over to anchor.fm slash the Project Vega. That again is anchor.fm slash the Project Vega. And we're back with another podcast, the Project Vega podcast. We are here. This is episode five. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, all jokes aside. <laughs> yeah, we are we out here with another podcast. This is episode five of the Project Vega podcast. Glad to hear you guys listening once again. We made it this far. You know, it's been a pretty rough ride. Uh, not really rough at all. Nothing's been rough. Uh, this year has been rough. I will say that. But we're gonna jump right into the show. Um, if you listen on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anything. Uh, yeah, rate the show five stars, <laughs> share, like, comment, subscribe, anything uh, to, you know, show your support. That's what I like to hear. Bring in new listeners, move me up the algorithm to get more people out here, to get more questions, uh, answer your guys' questions, whatever you might have. And, you know, we can get more things done. Uh, you could, if you'd like to follow me on any social media platforms, I will leave them in the description of below. Or you can follow me at Kells underscore Fonny at, uh, on Twitter or Shit, I've completely forgot the other one. <laughs> I think it's Kills underscore Fighty for both Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> I mean, forget my own Twitter ads or my Instagram ads because I'm barely on. Well, I'm more so on Twitter than I am Instagram, so that's why I forgot the other one. But Kills underscore Fighty. That's my Twitter one. I know that one for sure. <laughs> All right, we just gotta jump right into the show. <laughs> oh my god, so we gonna talk about it uh, first section of the podcast gaming news uh since the last podcast a lot of stuff has happened a lot i'm telling you a lot of shit has gone down especially on the side of xbox with more news uh more things they're bringing it's it's ridiculous with the amount of stuff it is uh, especially with xbox game studios uh they got 23 studios um 27 exclusives uh for the first three years of the console um and then there's 13 studios that have not even been shown yet 13 of them that that haven't showcased any of the games and they're probably not going to be launched the first three years probably like for the second half of the the lifespan of the xbox series x or the series consoles but 
that's insane to have 27 just exclusives alone if you want to count exclusive to console exclusive no it's more of the xbox or microsoft ecosystem where it's pc and xbox most people are like oh that's not really exclusive if it's on another platform yes and no uh, i completely understand that argument but it's more so that you're not going to be able to get it on playstation and most of you broke ass motherfuckers on playstation aren't gonna pay the amount of money to get a fucking computer so yeah it's exclusive <laughs> to the platform and it's coming to mobile xbox game pass is on pc and mobile their their streaming platform is good i've tested it out personally and it's really good like it's it it blows stadia out the fucking water it's it's ridiculous any other gaming platform uh, that you know you want to put on your mobile it it just destroys it so xbox is definitely winning in that category um so to say they have no games nah that's a lie uh, especially after the next news i'm about to tell you freaking xbox box Zenimax. For no, those of you who do not know who Zenimax is, that was a $7.5 billion deal, but they bought Bethesda. My gaming people, y'all know who Bethesda is, man. They're the ones who brought Wolfenstein. They're the ones who brought fucking Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Doom. So that's all coming to Xbox Game Pass. Every single one of those platforms, every single one of those games, the studios that are under Zenimax is on Game Pass for no additional cost and that's not all they also put ea access on game pass for no additional cost that's a fuck ton of just content and games to put on one thing for no additional con no additional cost it's all free technically it's not free but they're not adding more to it to where oh if you want these you just gotta pay a little bit more nah they didn't say that they said they want to be for everybody xbox is they said this in 2018 that they wanted to be the best uh with more exclusive and more studios and more more games being offered and they're delivering that that was two years ago after two years it is now come down the pipeline and it is showing and they are talking it is speaking for it itself i stuttered right there but i don't care we're just gonna keep it going <laughs> <laughs> and as well as for the first time ever age of empires 4 is planned to be coming for the series consoles it's not been confirmed but it's definitely in the works because they've been talking about a lot of it and with the ramped up support and processing for keyboard and mouse support for console and vice versa for controller support on uh, on pc i don't know what to say i don't know what to say besides that's coming and i fuck with age of empires I fuck with our Age of Empires. I know a lot of people like playing Age of Empires, so... And with it, uh, I believe uh, the remastered of Age of Empires 3 should be out uh, very soon. Uh, sometime this year. I think it's in either November or is this month in October. Um, it was one of them. It was, it was definitely one of them. But we are, at this moment, less than a month away from these consoles. Honestly, at this point, I just want the console. I don't care what day one exclusives they each one drop. I just want the console at this point because I want to see how not only the new games that come out, but I want to see the old games. I want to see how well they play with the backwards compatibility, just processing, how much just more fluent those get things fluent. I don't even think that's the word I want to use, but how, how well they will perform and just because i know from when when i got the one x 
playing the backwards compatibility games on there versus playing on the one the difference in performance was night and day and it was very clear especially when uh playing PUBG from on the x versus the one when i had a friend over to do like a side-by-side -side comparison it looked like play-doh versus an actual game <laughs> like it's it's i can't wait to see what they could do and the only thing i think xbox they should uh also release um what's called their their x hands like i know they're trying to keep it exclusive to the xbox one x but honestly they need to also release that to the series x because you're kind of hurting yourself if you don't do that i don't know if they might have announced it already but they need to i i think it would be smart of them and very wise of them to add that on there because there's a lot of uh a lot of things that's uh would take full advantage for that processing power that it had because the developers weren't able to back when the game first came out but now that it has this we're about to see a huge change it's almost going to be like a different game in a sense almost like how the next gen version of the nba 2k21 how they had the version that it has now versus the version that's coming out next it looks like a completely different game from what I've seen, uh, especially with like Curry, like Steph Curry. When you saw his face, it was just like, whoa, compared to what it was. I was like, I mean, they did that before. What was it? Um, I want to say it was 2K18. I think it was 2K18. They did that same thing for 2K18 when it was a it was a different version from the PlayStation 3 to the PlayStation 4. It was completely different gameplay different the graphics i think were different i believe they were different of course because it was more processing power from the three to the four but it was it was just different overall but i just i just want to know when these consoles well we know when these consoles are coming out but i just want to get it in my hand it's been a hell of a ride trying to get either one of them especially on these launch dates when they had them it was like even though xbox was more you know announce like okay on this day you could get it here you could order this versus playstation where it's just like right after the press conference it was available like what kind of stupid shit was that all right now everybody's rushing across fucking towns and trying to go to different game stops and order that shit everywhere and it was, you know it was just a shit show it was a complete shit show just like the fucking 3080s so that was a complete fucking dog shit show yeah, the video that was dog shit, and I'm pretty sure you already been getting the backlash plenty from what I'm saying. But it's that was bad. 3090s is just as bad. 3070s, I think y'all delayed that for the 3070s for some reason. I don't know, I forgot what it was, but I think it was you guys delayed it for whatever reason. But other than that these consoles next gen is here we're a month away cyberpunk i just want to get cyberpunk <laughs> man that's all i care about is playing cyberpunk cyberpunk bro um another thing genshin impact genshin impact that game bro rpg rpg style role is role playing game fantasy uh, you got two twins. Uh, one of them gets taken, depending on which one you choose, either the boy or girl. The other one gets taken and gets sent off somewhere. And now you got to fight to, you know, bring them back. But Genshin Impact is a fun-ass game. It's different. It's on mobile. It's on PlayStation. It's on PC. Uh, and Nintendo Switch as well. Uh, the 
Nintendo Switch Mobile and PC, if your save data is on one of those, I believe you could just pick up. I, I know from mobile to PC, uh, you're able to just pick up exactly where you left off. Like, it's the cross saves is easy. I believe Switch as well, but on console, it's not like that. So it's just like, fuck. You're kind of out of luck there just because you can't just pick it up on one area, go to a new platform, move. Like, from what I did, I first had Genshin on my mobile. And then I found out it was on PC, and I said, fuck yeah, I'm going on this PC. I'm going to see how it runs. It's probably going to be a lot better with the controls with keyboard and mouse. And it's like night and day, man. It, I love it. I freaking love it. It's so much better than anything. Um, but getting to Nipack, I would highly recommend trying it out just to test it out if you ain't into, you know, RPG. If you're definitely into RPGs, pff, yeah, you better, you should have been on this shit. Or if you already are playing it, cool. You can add me later. <laughs> when we get to adventure rank 16 if you already passed that um then we can play together but genshin impact that's uh oh yeah it made an impact all right everybody's loving that i, I didn't i just saw an ad about it i was just like the fuck is this this shit look kind of lit because it's like anime and i fuck with anime like heavy uh so i check it out and game is nice game is real nice so genshin impact check it out Who's the, who's the, Mi, Mihoyo, I think that's how you pronounce the name, uh, I think that's the developers, or whatever it is, but, it's nice, <laughs> moving on to the next section of the podcast, uh, this motherfucker, I'm not trying to join him, I'm gonna go something, <laughs> uh, it came out today, uh, they just had their big release for their showcase, it was Apple, the Apple event, it was releasing, well, news, we kind of already knew about it, because the previous one, when they didn't have it, they had showed the new iPad, and a few other things, a new chipset, new iPad Air, you know, that stuff, I was like, cool, you know, we care about, you know, your Apple fan base cares about that, but they really care about the phones, the phone was the biggest thing, they didn't show it on the first one. They, they pushed it back because I think they were still having some technical limitations or something like that. Um, but now today was their Apple event. They announced it, I think it was a week ago. About a week ago. <laughs> uh, and it was like, what, hour and a half, almost two hours, something like that. Um, they still did their little video transition shit throughout their entire facility, which honestly, it's really good. I, uh, I'll give them that. It's, some of those transitions were just like, all right, dude. y'all flexing right now. But <laughs> Apple, they announced the new HomePod, HomePod Mini. Uh, I don't know what I think about it. I didn't care for the HomePod itself. It, it's, it didn't really sell. It didn't really sell. To me, it didn't really sell. I mean, if it really sold, they probably would have had a HomePod Mini a lot earlier and a lot sooner. But, you know, it took them a while to finally, you know, get everything right on that. I think they had like a second generation of the HomePod just because the first generation was terrible. But then after that, they kind of just left it alone. And then now they made the HomePod Mini. The type of tech and uh, processing that they did to make this one seems pretty cool. If they're just like with the, pretty much just to compete with the Echo Dot and the Google Home Mini. Pretty sure they're going to do a pretty good job. They just got to get more support for that thing, which it sounds like they got plenty of support already, but 
in terms of other app support, third-party app support, because Apple likes being very proprietary. Fucking stupid. Um, to me, that's that's what I feel like. It, it kills them, in a sense, because why would you want to make that HomePod very proprietary? Like, I understand you're trying to more so target towards the Apple ecosystem people that just have everything of yours like they have a iMac they have a, a MacBook Pro they got your cell phone they got your watch they got your fucking iPad um what else is that for me? they got say you they got your HomePod um and then they got all the other things that work for you know Apple at that point you know then yeah that's that's for those people who have that but most people don't got that they got either Alexa or Google Siri like yeah, I mean, you're improving on Siri. You know, she said you she's, what, 20 times better than she was before with languages and inputs and voice recognition, I think it was. Um, nah, man. Most people are going to stick with Google and Alexa. Besides your, like, diehard fan base that are just weird as fuck. <laughs> Not trying to knock y'all, but some of y'all weird, bro. <laughs> Like, relax. There's so much better shit out there besides that. Um, but yeah, for that HomePod Mini, that's that's what that was the first thing they announced. Um, and then their A14 Bionic chip was the second thing with the iPhone 12. They finally announced iPhone 12. They got the iPhone 12 and then iPhone 12 Pro. They have like a mini version of the iPhone 12 where it starts at $699 and then the bigger version. It's literally the same exact thing, uh, just $100 more for just a bigger screen. That's it. Um, and then the iPhone 12 Pro was the one that starts at $999. And it's going to be released. Sorry, no. Pre-order starts on the 16th. October 16th. That's in three days. So if you're listening to this now, it's probably going to be by the time you're listening, it's probably going to be way past that. Um, October 16th is the pre-order date. And then October 23rd is when you're getting it. So Apple is pushing these units. They are like, here you go. We, we get near the holidays. Let's get our money. They they are pushing this shit like quick as fuck. Um, right after that, after they, you know, had that whole cinematic thing and stuff like that, which the phone does look nice. I'm not going to lie. The phone looks, it's nostalgic. It's more of a nostalgic look going back to the iPhone 5. I think 5 is what had that design. iPhone 5SE had that design, I think. It was one of the two. Um, going back to that old look, um, they still got the dual cameras. And then on the bigger models, the iPhone Pro Max and the iPhone 12 Pro. Am I saying that right? <laughs> Oh, it's almost like a fucking goddamn Series X, Series S, 1S, and 1X. It's almost like that bullshit, but... <laughs> uh, the, uh, the iPhone 12 Pro and iPhone 12 Pro Max. It's almost like that. With the tri-cameras with actually better cameras than what's on the iPhone 12 Pro. They improved upon that. Plus, they got LiDAR. Before that, they had put LiDAR. When did, I, when did we hear about LiDAR? I think it was maybe a year or two ago, maybe a little bit longer, when they were talking about putting LiDAR into the phones. But 
uh, just uh, they just couldn't get the technology correct, so they held off on it. But they finally put it into the 12 Pro Max. It's not going to be in the 12 Pro. It's only going to be in the Max version and the one right below that. Um, but you're not going to get it in the just the dual camera one. It's not going to be on that model. It's only going to be on the tri uh, tri camera models. That's it. They're also improving video quality like exponentially with customizations with for people who are really good with like color um color balancing and everything like that um but that will be for pre-order on november 6th so not until next month um and it ships on november 13th and it's like what apple is really pushing these products bro and it's like you gotta so ladies and gentlemen you got you gotta come down to this decision here at this point it's just like what you gonna get you're gonna get a phone you're gonna get a gpu you're gonna get a console <laughs> what the fuck you getting and that starts at 1099 uh they're also upping their base model storage not they're not doing the uh for the Pro Max version, the one right below. They're not doing, I think it's also for all of them, if I'm not mistaken. They're not doing the 32 or 64s anymore. They're doing base model 128 because they know how much fucking storage people have with taking videos and pictures. It's mainly just videos and pictures. Literally, that's what takes up everybody's space on an iPhone from all the fucking shit that I've been working on with iPhones, taking those apart, replacing screens, replacing batteries and stuff like that. Anytime you would go to the storage and stuff like that, oh yeah pictures and videos that's the most thing people have most i've seen somebody have was 8.9 fucking terabytes worth of space from that and i'm like what the fuck on a phone why why do you need 8.9 terabytes that's more storage than i have in my external like what the hell why you got so much delete some shit take it off put it in a photo album Show it to your grandkids, dude. Jesus fucking Christ, man. I sat there and was like, dude, these people are fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. Oh, and to go back on the um, <laughs> the HomePod Mini, that releases November 16th. And that's $100 for the HomePod Mini. So what, what, what you getting? It's, it's coming down to the wire. It's just like they're toting like the, these companies now they're pushing for these holidays like even best buy with their black friday deals like what from what they told us and the type of deals that's coming out and what they're expecting shit is about to i don't know if they're maybe just over expecting what's been happening just because the pandemic made them so much money because of how much they didn't have to pay employees and shit like that uh including amazon you know um but I think they're expecting a lot of either good sales or they're expecting a lot of people to go out and buy shit thinking that they have money, even though they haven't been able to work because, you know, they cut off the unemployment thing. They cut off the fucking stimulus. They never even approved the second one, but they said they're approving it. You know, that's a whole nother story for another day. But I don't know. Uh, from what I've been seeing, people, you know, they're buying stuff, but they're buying stuff to, you know, work from home or go back to school and you know try to survive as much as possible without needing to spend so much and break the bank it's just like are you really gonna drop you know a house payment or uh or just an apartment payment on on a phone 
Or are you gonna take care of that next bill next month? Like you gotta prioritize like the what's what's more important. Like, is this new phone more important? Or is you keeping a roof over your head more important? So you're gonna have to differentiate that before getting this product. But I mean, if you got the money like that and you know it was just like, hey, cool, I, I don't have to worry about that. I've got money saved up for the next six months or whatever it is, I'm good. That's, that's you know, I'm not, if the shoe don't fit, don't, you know? I'm sorry, if the shoe fits, don't. It's one of the fucking sayings. If it don't apply, let it fly. I'll just say that shit. <laughs> if it don't apply, let it fly. <laughs> that's so much better than the other one. <laughs> If it don't apply, yo, this fucking chair is like squeaky in my, this motherfucker needs some WD-40 in this bitch, bro. I gotta get a new chair. <laughs> God damn, loud as hell, bro. I'm like some ghoul just walked into my door or some shit like that, about to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> um, Moving on to the uh, next section of the podcast. I was a little upset after I finished the last podcast, literally after I pressed finished, like stop recording. I was like, motherfucker, I forgot a whole section of the podcast and it's the anime section. <laughs> like shit was gone. There was a lot of shit going on that last during that last time, but it's just like, how the fuck did I miss that? There's a whole ass section of anime, but since I miss it then. A lot of shit has happened. A lot of season finales for a lot of anime has happened. So we just gonna quickly talk about those. And my a little bit of my opinions. If you like me to go to, you know, you know, do a deeper review on why I give the opinion I do, I could definitely make separate videos for that. Just leave a comment in the description below on YouTube or you know, message me or something like that. Tweet at me, say, hey, make this uh make this video or something like that uh, you know i would like to hear more about it and i'll do just that um and that could go for any section of the podcast honestly if you'd like me to go deeper review on something like that most definitely i could definitely do that but moving right along first one i'm gonna talk about is the uh misfit of demon king academy that one had uh, 12 episodes season finale uh that i had and i liked it it was it was funny from the start honestly <laughs> it was funny from the fucking start when that nigga was just snapping him to death and kept killing him where uh anos vol voldigo or voldigo whatever his name is uh he's just he's a reincarnation of the demon king back then 2000 years ago and he got reincarnated and he's just pretty much going through life again but teaching all his subordinates who were un who you know or his ancestors from after he came back that he's the real thing but somebody twisted the history and it's not his name it's some other guy's name and he's just like okay now i gotta figure out who's the who's the liar and who's the one who's been twisting this shit and he had a reincarnation of uh the other dude who was the hero karen cannon or whatever it is karen i don't know karen i'm gonna just call him karen i forgot what his name is <laughs> um he got reincarnated and come to find out that he was the person who twisted the 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 whole story around he was the one trying to fake all this he was the one behind the scenes and he ended up just defeating him but throughout the whole thing it was nice there were like maybe one or two episodes where it was just like i was like one i think it was it was like one of like three four 
I think it was episode three or four. It was just like, what the fuck is this? But all right, it's whatever. But overall, I did like it. Um, I would give it an eight, just because of the humor. I guess the story, the action was there. The action was definitely there. That's why I give it so high of a rank. I, I give it eight. It might go down once I give it like a, if I give it an official one. But as of right now, I give it about an eight. Um, currently, I'll give it an eight currently because it was it was a good one. I recommend checking that out. I would recommend checking that one out. It's actually pretty good. Um, next one is Sword Art Online War of Underworld Part 2. Um, it got put on delay because of COVID back in the beginning. Like, this should have been done a while ago. But because of the delay, it's finally, you know, it finally ran its course and it's done. Um, my man Kirito, uh, Kirito, Alice, and Asuna reign supreme of course they were able to escape the underworld P, uh, just they were able to go through all that bullshit with the people from the laughing coffin they oh yeah they, this is a this is from season one ironcrad fucking laughing coffin has been just in the shadows from beginning to end beginning to end i mean they had so many fucking uh members and laughing coffin like these guys are fucking crazy and they've literally just from beginning to end laughing coffin has been one of the most notorious um guilds that they've had to face and they finally did it i'm pretty sure there's still gonna be more laughing coffins but they uh they finally defeated more like two of the biggest dudes in laughing coffin they came back and defeated them after kirito was resurrected he finally was able to get his memories back by having his sister's thoughts his asana who's like his wife basically uh and um shina shina uh shinon seen on i forgot her name almost for a sec all three of their memories connected into kirito to bring him back to who he was and it pretty much restarted his brain uh to get him back up and live and conscious and he came back and he just this man was basically a god he had full control of everything he just knew everything i was like oh shit okay he's he's jumping in still got his ass kicked a couple of times but uh he still did his thing he did his thing and then towards the end of it, once they escaped, they came back because of, what was it, what was it? Something told them come back because there was something going on with the uh, the world. Because they said they were, uh, they were gonna come back when, you know, things were right. They came back because, oh, they came back because the uh, turtle, they call it the turtle, because basically giant sea, base that's out there i think it was called the turtle sea base that's out there and they destroyed the communications back to the rest of the world so it's literally just sitting out there like a sitting duck and they got connection from the person inside because he was working with kirito's copy he's working with his copy to get a message out to kirito to come back because they need to you know do some things to get shit back up and run it again to you know take care of the underworld so they can you know sort things out because the underworld's actually in tragic it's a it's like falling apart again because the you know they after they defeated everything the world got 
put back into a state of um what was it unknown i would say because before there was order now there is no order and they're now trying to figure out who they are self-govern and everything that's this is my assumption what i'm pretty sure what they were doing for like 2000 years um since you know they freaking turned up the dial from one i think it was one hour in the underworld was like what was like 200 years it was like some crazy ass number some crazy ass like the time difference was just extraordinary um but they get back and kirito austin and alice destroy this one monster who was actually attacking kirito's disciple and fuck what's his name uh yujio yujio that's his name i was like what's his name bro uh yujio they um they were it was that that monster was attacking yujio and kirito's disciple i found that out and i was like hold up they looked they look so familiar like why did they look familiar when they were fighting and i was like oh that's why it's fucking their disciples and uh you know they're still alive which is good alice's sister is actually asleep under a tree she went into some just cryogenic slumber under a tree because she wanted to wait for her sister to come back so that was a message uh alice got but when they got back they, they did that shit they fucking destroyed that monster but in terms of the that last part i liked it a lot what i would give it an 8.8 <laughs> i know it's high i'm just being super generous i don't care i like it a lot i, I like i like swear it's fucking dope I give it an 8.8 out of 10. <laughs> Something I would definitely watch. Especially since, you know, the first season, it was like the first half of season one. It was the best that they had. And then they had the second half where they kind of like went off. And I was like, where the fuck are you guys going? What the hell is this shit? Everybody thought that same thing. So they dropped it. And then third season, which was Alicization, is what happened. I was like, okay. Boom. They put it back up there. You know, they went back to its roots. They pretty much redid everything. Like, the art style was different. The sound was different. But the story was the same. Um, but they, you know, went back to their roots of how the first season was. And then they had the War of Underworld Part 1, which jumped up another bar. And then see, uh, War of Underworld Part 2, which jumped it up even more. That was That's what I would think. That's what they did. So, I give it an 8.8 out of 10 for Sword Art Season Finale to wrap everything up i liked it every bit of it <laughs> uh next one is the god of high school this one they rushed the fuck out of this one they absolute crunchy roll i don't know what the fuck y'all were doing y'all rushed the fuck out of this one you could have did great things with this one but y'all rushed the hell out of that one that, that i don't know what y'all were doing the fight scenes were dope as shit the story could have been dope as shit I mean, y'all rushed that. That's all I gotta say about that. I don't even want to give it a score just because, even though I gotta give it a score, but because y'all rushed it, I gotta give it a seven. I gotta give it a solid seven. Like it's a solid hard seven because y'all rushed that shit. I can't give it anything more. Can't give it anything less. Like if you wouldn't have rushed it, I probably would have gave this thing like maybe like an eight or something like that or higher. You shouldn't have rushed it. I don't know why y'all rushed it. It made no sense. Like, it was doing so well with the way they were fighting and shit like that. Especially my dude, fucking Jin Mori. That dude was a beast. 
he was unlocking his shit and then fucking uh his, his his best friend the two best friends that he met they were kicking ass too man that's all i gotta say about that i'll get i'll just give it a solid seven i'm gonna just move on to the next one because of that bullshit <laughs> um because i missed it last time on the last podcast the rising of the shield hero season two i fucking love this anime rising the shield hero is a boss ass anime i don't care what anybody says that shit is dope as hell i love it i appreciate it i cannot wait for the second season it comes out 2021 i think early 2021 too like it's it's right around the corner so i'm excited for this shit i am excited for that one and i can't wait um this next one weird title but it started because it's season three uh is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon yeah weird ass title that's what i thought but i watched it and it was like okay this shit lit i fuck with it first season was lit as hell second season wasn't as good as the first one and then season three uh, i think there's like two or three episodes out now um it's shaping up to be kind of good uh, as of right now uh there are a lot of funny ass moments still in it um to me it shit's funny <laughs> always fighting over stupid shit but the you know the story picks up right where it left off on uh season two of course with season one they're they're, they're making a good flow and the way things are going right now i think this could be a really good season. this could make it be the best season that they have um as long as they do it right because second season should have been a lot better than what it was but if they keep it right this third season should be up there above the first one because it goes first second and then third's like kind of there right now since it just started so we ain't even got that we ain't even got that for i can't talk about fire force um i honestly i lost interest i've lost interest in fire force and it sucks to say because it started off so well with that first episode and then a few episodes after that and then i was just like uh, and then i dropped it i'm like i don't know how many episodes i'm behind now i know it's more than six excuse me yeah i know i'm most definitely more than six episodes behind like it's that's that bad it's just like i want to take the time to sit there and watch it but i can't i uh, just fucking can't um so just gonna move on from there uh there's a new one it's a new crunchy roll um exclusive they're you know it's part of their studio just like how they have god of high school is one um inspector is one and then i forgot what the first one oh tower of god that was the second one the first one was inspector which was good second one was tower of god which was in uh third one was god of high school and then they have another one which i haven't even checked out at all i completely forgot about it but this one i think is like the fifth or fourth one um jujitsu kaishin I don't know i don't know what to think of it i really don't it's it's definitely like a pull-up anime just like how god of high school is there's a lot of fucking fighting it's there's a lot of fighting but um this dude and this one i, I completely forgot i don't even remember what the fucking first dude's name was but um apparently i guess he's the descendant of some great dude just kind of like how god of high school is but he's just super strong but he doesn't know it um this dude has amazing physical ability um but he's just also an outsider but he you know he wants to help people that's that's his motto he wants to help people he doesn't want people getting hurt and that's his thing um he 
runs to an issue to where he has to save his friends because he was given a talisman with a curse which is a finger from some demon back then but he didn't know what the fuck it was he just gave it to him because they wanted to figure out what it was and they wanted to unlock its secrets they were able to basically almost fucking died but him and this other dude who was searching for the finger um came in and saved him and then he ends up eating the finger and becomes compatible with the finger which is part of what one in 16 i think it was 16 fingers or f no it was like some what was what how many hands did it have one two I think it was six hands or it was four hands. It was one. It was like it was either one of twenty or one of thirty. It was something that he ate, and it was compatible with him. So he became one one twentieth of the power of the demon that had the curse. So it's like it's him and the demon at the same time. But he has full control over the demon. But if he would like, he could switch back and forth between the demon and the. Uh, and himself so he has full control of it which you know usually if it's any other anime he has no control he has to work on getting you know his uh, his power under control by going through all this rigorous training now this dude just right off rip he just he's just like oh it's no problem man i could switch <laughs> what you need <laughs> which i like uh, i appreciate that i ain't trying to watch nobody start from the bottom now we here type shit again <laughs> um black clover black clover i love black clover i'm so happy it just keeps going <laughs> there is so much shit in black clover this is why i also said it was a while back most people might agree with me a lot of people will probably not and if you would like to argue say something in the comments or whatever it is once i post a video version on youtube or if you want to tweet at me saying uh you're wrong about this but black clover is better than uh my hero academia Yes, it, uh, it absolutely is. The, the character development across the board is perfect. Everybody has a role. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody is doing something. It is, and it's not just, oh, you just got this one group of people. No, it is every single one of the Magic Knights. And that's why I fuck with it. They are now at their Spade Kingdom arc, which the Spade Kingdom arc is where the devil um, after they had this whole thing with the Eye of the Midnight Sun battle, where they fought an actual devil, and god, they were just getting destroyed by that fucking thing. That devil was destroying them, man. And they happened, you know, just like in any anime. Him, uh, Asta, and you know, destroyed the devil. We're able to take him on with the help of King Yami. Not King Yami, with Yami, with his dimensional slash and shit like that, uh, which was a dope ass fight scene, I will tell you that. Um, yeah, they're they're at the Spade Kingdom arc, and I love it. It's uh, it's it's building up to what's next. And right now, the last episode, which actually just came out today, um, last episode was oh, no, that's nobody. <laughs> uh, last episode, they are right at the border between like No Man's Land and then the Spade Kingdom because. Asta got taken at first. They got by these devil worshippers. Uh, and then, oh, Asta and um, Nero, Nero. Asta and Nero, because Asta's using the demon's book, the five leaf clover, where the demon resides inside the book. 
and Nero who uses forbidden magic and she does a lot of she does more seals more seal spells that are forbidden um, but that's why the king who worked with her so closely uh, was because of and not the current king magic king I'm talking about the magic king from before the one that Asta looked up to um, him and Nero were pretty much like the best of friends. They did research all the time. She got taken because she uses forbidden magic and forbidden magic is pretty much related to the devil. And these devil worshipers are trying to offer up her, Asta, and I think one other person, I forgot who it was, up to the Spade Kingdom to give them powers because they're people who barely know how to use their powers or don't have enough magical powers. And they wanna get the power from the devil to be able to get revenge back on the Clover Kingdom. That's what the whole thing is. So that's where we're at now in this thing. And Yami and uh, the dude with the glasses with the fire baseball bat just pulled up and then the thing ended. And I was like, damn it, I'll win it some more. I'll win it some more. But now we got to wait till next week. <laughs> um, moving on to that next one is Haiku. Hayaku, however you want to pronounce it. H-A-I-K-Y-U, Haiku. It's a volleyball anime. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all probably like, volleyball anime? Why are you watching a volleyball anime? Nah, nigga, go on Netflix right now. <laughs> they got the first two seasons of that shit on Netflix right fucking now. Go watch that shit and tell me that shit ain't lit, bro. <laughs> that shit is lit, bro. I never thought I would like a volleyball anime as much as I fuck with this shit. These two cats, bro, man, the team from Karasuno High have been destroying, well, I can't say destroying, because they've, they had some fucking crazy battles with Alba Joyce, uh, Alba Josai, and, uh, fucking Kiriagawa, and freaking everything else, man, these, these cats have been struggling, but they are fucking kicking ass, just barely because there's been some close ass matches especially since the last one but we are at the, what is it season five or whatever it is uh hayaku to the top um i think there's only a few episodes out right now they're at the japan nationals i think yeah they're in nationals right now and they're going against these two twins who are just like they're not like mentally i mean i guess you could say they're mentally synced because they're able to perfectly pull off the exact same set as what uh the main two i completely forgot what the fucking main two they'll it'll come to me um main two characters quick set they're able to pull that off like exactly like it but more consistently and they're just overall just the whole team is really good right now and it's just like oh shit okay let's get it but hayaku I recommend checking that shit out. You will be sitting there just like, damn, okay, I see what he's talking about. I'm sitting here rooting for them and shit like that. I got I got me on the edge of my bed and shit like that. I'm rooting for it too. It shit lit. It shit's lit. Uh <laughs> moving on to the next one. Uh Ray uh Ray Zero. Ray Zero. Starting life in another world. Man. I don't know why, like, I had stopped watching it. Like, I was, I was behind by it. Before, before it even ended, before the season finale ended, I think it was, like, three episodes before the season finale ended. Like, I watched the first two, first two or three episodes, and then, like, completely dropped it, and then 
just because I was watching other things or just didn't have the time to start it just because I was either tired from work or whatever it is. And I sat there and was like, dude, I need to watch this because this dude, Ethos, keep talking about it. Ethos from Gaming Illuminati. He's like, bro, he fucking talks about this shit all the time. And like, I usually take his word for a lot of shit. And I did like Ray Zero. There's this whole thing. It's conf- It was confusing as fuck at first. I was like, what the hell is going on? Why is he? It's like, he's going back in time. He's dying. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm so confused. But then I took the time to sit there and just watch it. And I'm understanding and I'm following it. And I'm like, oh shit, this shit lit too. And the season finale to this one was fucking crazy. And it's just like, bro, what's going to happen in the next season? Like, we, this shit's insane. Like, the whole time I'm sitting like, bro this is irritating me because of how difficult and I, I feel so sorry for this man <laughs> that he has to go through this bullshit he's sitting there just like ah, oh, he's right there but then something happens like you ever been so close to something and it just gets snatched away from you like say oh here's the best way to put it say you about to like you got like a little sister or something like that or even a dog say like you're about to take a like some food like some fire ass food you just got done from like this hard work of either working at home uh working uh going to work or whatever it is or you just outside you know cleaning the yard or some shit like that and you're, you're tired you're about to sit down and grub and shit like that and you're about to take a bite and this motherfucker just snatches it from you <laughs> he just takes the shit from you and you're just like <laughs> bitch what <laughs> but give me that shit back like that pretty much that same feeling is what he has to constantly go through in this fucking anime and it's just like fuck bro this shit was lit though i fucking love it i fucking love it <laughs> i'm so happy for it because i can't wait to the next season because now we know who we know who gave him the power that he has now and why he has it and the other witches what is there seven or eight of them i forgot how many witches there were but each one of them is like there's greed there's envy pretty much like the um like hell you got love like lust love greed um lust and love lust is part of love like the hell not really but you know what i'm talking about greed purgatory gluttony like all of those witches are pretty much names after each one and each one has their powers like yo when that little girl bro i was not expecting that shit like <laughs> let me talk about this real quick i was not expecting this shit took me blindsided bro when he was saying he wanted to meet one of the witches and she said, are you sure? She's like, okay, well, the first one you're going to meet or whatever it is is this one. It was like, don't touch her. Don't look her in the eye. Don't do none of that shit. Like, just a, like a warning. She tried to warn his ass. And he, nope, did he, the fucking witch played his ass, bro. And the little, it's a little girl, bro, walks up and she's like, you know, shake my hand. Da, 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 and, this, da, da, da. and she's making fun of him. And he's like, whatever, you know, trying to defend his pride or whatever. And, you know, he shakes her hand and stuff like that. And. You know, they're talking, and she's like, oh, wow, you have a, a great resistance because you didn't even feel that. And he's just like, what are you talking about? And it goes to the next scene, and it's her holding his fucking arm like a fucking boomerang, bro. And I'm just like, she snatched this nigga's shit, bro. <laughs> just like, completely took me, and I'm just like, 
bro are you kidding me just snatched his shit and he's freaking out and stuff like that and then he just gets destroyed like she just destroys him completely like puts him in like little blocks like she just destroyed him i'm just like well you're a dumbass she literally warned you not to do anything and you didn't follow any of her any of her rules and you just got destroyed and then the witch that he wanted to meet finally came down and fixed him the witch of love so was it love no the witch of love is the one who tricked him thinking that it was amelia coming into the thing it was one of them it's sort of like the witch. it was something she i think it was pride or was pride the one who took it was fucking one of them man it was just so it was just such a shock at the time it was like okay i uh <laughs> let's go these witches mean fucking business bro let's go <laughs> but yes yeah, the season finale of that i can't wait to see what happens um the way they left it off makes me want more of it um for that see i give this one a nine out of ten for that season finale i give it a solid nine out of ten for me just because it was something i dropped just because i just didn't have the time it wasn't something like fucking fire force um where I dropped because I lost interest. This one was just, I dropped because I didn't have the time at the time. But now that I was able to just go back and rewatch it before the season finale happened to where when it came out, I was like, oh shit. I give it a 9 out of 10. That's what I give it. Uh, the next one, Food Wars. Fucking Food Wars. Like, if you ever want to see an anime about fucking cooking, motherfuckers chefing it up, bro. Food Wars. <laughs> Now, Food Wars, that shit lit, bro. <laughs> My dude, Soma, be in that kitchen just throwing it down. He be throwing it down. The story, his father, his mother, um, all his cast and crew that he has, all his little dormitory buddies and stuff like that, and everything he's gone through up until this point. I appreciated every little bit, especially going from it was it was a shock because they it came out at the same time. It was a uh, uh, Ray Zero. They had its final season finale that day that it came out. That I think it was Saturday or Friday. It was that day, and then it was uh, fucking Food Wars and a few other like all that day. And I watched that one first, and then coming from that shock to this one, I was like, okay, this i can i appreciate this y'all ain't gotta do me like that the way it ended perfectly they're done with food wars completely um my man soma won the blue challenge versus cross knives which was asami's uh erina's father's son when it came out i knew when i first saw him like there's no other character in the entire series besides fucking him he looks just like him like there's nobody else he looks just like alice who is uh erina's sister and i'm like you're her brother but you're just same father different mother that's all it is that's all it fucking was because he was adopted he you know out when he was trying to figure out who he was as a chef and trying to get you know gain knowledge and shit like that he, you know, he hooked up with some girl and got got her pregnant and left out because he was still exploring and all that shit. You know how it go. But, uh, yeah. Soma kicked his ass. 
Juan Blue Challenge, he destroyed the challenge. Uh, he was going against Erna and destroyed her. And the Blues uh, Commander-in-Chief that was, you know, hiding behind the scenes was Erna's mother, who also had the gift of the God Tongue. That's a hell of a fucking saying. Some of y'all like the God Tongue. I, was like, I want some God Tongue. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that should be nice, you know. She she got that god tongue, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in terms of food, but you know, you know what I'm saying. But for this one, is in terms of food. She also had the um, the gift of the god tongue, and it was a curse that she didn't want to bestow on Erna, but someone just completely destroyed the whole curse and crap like that and then towards the end of it came to you know Soma getting back and Aaron is showing up because he invited her and she's admitting everything that you know she was like she only was craving his cooking craving him and all his important stuff I was like oh yep she in love with him I mean she's always loved him but just wanted to deny it but uh, I was like yes that's that's why that's why I always liked you too <laughs> so it ended so well, and I was like, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'll take that one. I will take that one. And then the next one, after I saw that fine season finale, but for Food Wars, I'll give it a, uh, I'll give that one a 9 out of 10, too. I don't care. I'll, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. <laughs> I'll give it a 9 out of 10. I'll fuck with it. That's why I'll fuck with it. I'll give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, so I would recommend watching that one. It's a it's a good anime to watch as well. If you watch it, you're gonna get hungry. I will tell you that, bro. I was eating a lot, and there was a lot of shit I was trying myself because I was like, oh, let me try to whip up some of this shit, which I did. Some of it was actually pretty good. It was fucking good. I was like, okay, it's unique. I fuck with it. But after that, my teen romantic comedy snafu final season after seven years three uh, three seasons and 38 episodes finally i i have not been watching it for seven years fuck no uh when did i start watching this shit like year and a half ago i want to say yeah i picked it up about a year and a half ago and it finally came to its final season um not really it's final season for now because the way it ended they could easily continue but i don't know if they're going to continue it i think they should but they also don't need to came down to hirigaya and fuck i forgot her name ending up confessing she ends up confessing her love for him literally the last episode literally like the last minute saying that she loves him and stuff like that and then fucking ran away and i'm just like he was in shock just like how I was in shock. I was like, my nigga, like, what? <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. But, you know, they were already kind of together and shit. They went out on dates and stuff like that. It was a date, but not really a date. Um, but the whole backstory between them is that he, I think he got in trouble or something like that and was forced into this club with her. And they're two opposite people who do the exact same thing. Uh, in a sense who go about their own way of things and they're part of this like help group and they go around and people who come to them seek help and advice and you know they were you know fighting and trying to do things their way and trying to see and then, then there's uh, this, uh, the other girl who is also part of this like love triangle in a sense uh 
who actually you know also helped drive the relationship further but it was just like this whole fucking intertwined thing which was very interesting and how they well they did it because i was like this is a lot of shit i'm like i can see why it took you so long to write a lot of this because this is like damn that's a lot that's a lot to follow because it's not only them but there's also more people that got in the way that they also had to figure out relationship advice for them and try to help them get together or figure out different committee things with like school and this prom and a dance and a bunch of shit oh man the way they did it was it was nice it was very it it was very well built and the way it ended and how it all came together honestly satisfied me but I'm also upset the way it ended because I wanted more. I was like, damn it, why didn't you just come out one more episode? So I wanted more, but nah. They announced another one. I'll be happy about that because I want to see where it goes. I want to see more of where, what the direction of it could go. Um, and then last but not least for the anime, Attack on Titan, December 7th. We're getting the final fucking season so ready for attack on titan i think i've talked about this before on the fucking podcast yes it's slated to be the greatest anime man it's 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 about to be number one for me bro if they do this shit so right yeah if they do uh, <laughs> someone keep blowing up my phone i don't know whose mama texted me <laughs> uh if they do this right it's definitely gonna be one of the best anime of all time to me, it kind of already is because it's like it's different compared to whatever you've watched before in anime. If you ever if you've ever watched anime before, it's different compared to what you've already seen. Its story is completely different from what you've already seen. The way they oh shit, excuse me, the way they drove the story way how like just everything about it to me was just like damn okay there were a few times where i was pissed because aaron was acting like a bitch even though he was at the first season we was like oh i'm about to destroy and everything and then they made him just a complete bitch and he was crying i was just like oh my god bro like i understand you're trying to feel guilty but like man the fuck up bro you need to get on your high horse again and you need to turn into a titan and you need to start maxing people out like you did reiner when you were fighting on that fucking like i'm telling you bro these fight scenes when they're titans just even when they're just in their uh their gear fucking levi boss motherfucker he's my he's 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 number two right behind uh uh mikasa mikasa ackerman uh just fucking those two know how to fucking fight bro and they the way they be cutting up these titans and the way they just do shit and they just get their little just mm, they do it right (laughs) but overall yes it's it's they had the trailer come out. They delayed it before, but then now they say, yes, it's finally coming out December 7th. It will air Japan TV uh, December 7th as well. I think it's being put on Crunchyroll right then and there. And it's like, I, I'm going to be there for it. Uh, I'm watching that shit. Better not disturb me and put my phone on silent. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm watching this shit, bro. 
just give me 45 minutes to just be able to just sit there it's like 22 minutes for average anime length and then just the extra 45 is just or the extra like 20 something is just for me to process what the fuck i just saw or to go back and rewatch some cool shit <laughs> but uh yeah that's 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 it for the anime section yeah i will tell you this is gonna be a long podcast <laughs> if you made it this way if you made it this far into the podcast we're about like what halfway in probably i think but if you made it this far i appreciate you listening thank you uh thank you for the support thank you for listening all the way through or even making it to this halfway mark right now um like i said leave a like in description comment share subscribe if you'd like to you know hear more about whatever it is go ahead uh comment what you think what your opinions were if my opinions are bad or what am i talking about I'd like to get more details about it i'll be gladly able to you know message you back tweet at you back or make another video about you know going further into detail about some of the things but moving on to the next major section is movies 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 i got three movie reviews and a few announcements on those because a few of these are fucking big uh, old but i finally was able to watch them but i'm fucking about to review them on the podcast but for the announcements first it was like a week or two ago or whatever it is or a few weeks ago um it was before the uh the last it was after the the last podcast but jamie fox returning as electro in the mcu so he was in the amazing spider-man with uh, andrew garfield where not a lot of people really liked andrew garfield and stuff like that but jamie fox played the fuck out of electro he made that movie I don't care what nobody said. He made that movie. He played that shit so fucking well. So I'm glad they brought him back and they're bringing him into Marvel now. So there we go. It's going to be for Spider-Man 3. They also got Benedict Cumberbatch for Doctor Strange. And y'all know what that means. This next part is going to be lit. They got Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield signed. Like, it's not 100% confirmed. So I'll, t- I'll put the... Uh, so I would just say allegedly. <laughs> I'll put the link in the description of the source. I got this from Fandom Wire on Twitter because they've been fucking talking about this shit. So I, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. They already confirmed the other ones. So that's why this one's also confirmed because they also got Doctor Strange into the multiverse. I think it's into the multiverse or whatever it is where he's dealing with multiverse shit. So it's just like that makes sense to have him in there. Plus, they already kind of announced something like this after um, Into the Spider-Verse when people were like, yo, like you could easily get more Spider-Mans and we're finally getting this shit. I'm so fucking happy, bro. Just to see Toby again in the Spider-Man suit, bro. It's going to be so just nostalgic. Like, I love Toby so much. <laughs> oh, my God. I cannot wait to see him back in the Spider-Suit. It's going to be great. It's, uh, I wonder what they're going to do. Spider-Man 3, it's going to be... That need to be like a, a five-hour movie. I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> we need to just get Spider-Man galore. But I will post a link in the description linking to the article. Hopefully, you don't get rid of it by the time I fucking post everything. But uh, the video version of this will be out a little bit later on YouTube. But the audio version will be out literally probably after I'm done rendering and everything. And whatever else i need to do with it probably today end of the day most definitely i'll have this shit out but uh moving on 
Gemini Man with Will Smith. We about to talk about this shit. Finally seen it. Uh, this movie came out like last year or the year before that. I think it was last year with uh, Will Smith. Uh, so we we about to we about to I'm gonna break down a few things about it. And, you know, do like a, a quick review or just just a review in general about you know just a bunch of different points. Just like how I did with the uh, Project Power. I'm gonna do the same thing with this one. Gemini Man, Will Smith. Honestly, the movie overall is like a, a one-time watch, and it's just like, uh, I ain't gonna rewatch that. It's, it's, it's a whatever thing. It's almost like music and shit like that, but the action, the action in this movie was okay. Nothing really too flashy. There was a lot of CGI, because for you who don't really know about Gemini Man, uh, it's Will Smith and Will Smith in a younger version. And what it is is that the story behind it is Henry, who is Will Smith. Uh, Will Smith plays a assassin called Henry. He's pretty much the best, best around, best one you could ever have, or whatever it is. And he wants to retire after almost killing a little girl. If he was two centimeters off, I believe it was when he was on a the target was on a moving train, and the little girl moves towards his target and she finally moves but he was like if he would have moved two centimeters off he would have killed the little girl you know that kind of gets to him after a while like before uh he said that you know it didn't really do anything to him but over time things like that were starting to get to him and he's just like you know what now i just like i want one out he just wants out and uh with him wanting to retire when you're dealing with government official type shit and you know too much the government's gonna try to take you out and that's exactly what happened they order a hit out on him and you know he's you know living his retired life and shit like that they order a hit out on him and then he has to fight his way through to figure out what's going on well not really what's going on like he knows what's going on because he's 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 one of the best he figures out the girl his co-star danny uh sorry that's code co-star mary elizabeth who plays danny uh she was trying to act like this oh i'll miss you know this a boat person who's just in school and this that and third he figured out literally seconds in seconds really main reason why is because the person who previously worked the job just gone she didn't really make up a good alibi why she took his position he knew exactly what the jig was up exactly what the jig was up bro you ain't fucking with Will Smith, bro. So he came out and he was just like, all right, cover's blown. The son of third took out a date and shit like that. And she's like, oh, shit. All right, cool. <clears throat> and then she's she's a target now. She's a target now. He goes and saves her and he's being chased by uh, a younger version of him. But he doesn't know that. He's just this person who's like really good, who's just ducking and covering and shit like that. And I was like, Okay, you know, it's shaping up to be a, a decent movie so far, I guess. But there were some shots in the beginning to where it's just like, ooh. Like that wide angle shot of when he was about to shoot into the uh, the train. Like I looked at that, I'm like, I've seen better wide angle shots. And I was just like, that one just, nah, that, that one doesn't really sit right with me. Doesn't really sit right with me. There's something about that just kind of feels off. 
And that wasn't the only thing that set off. There was a lot of the, the with the fighting and the action. Yeah, nah, it's just wasn't there, but the acting though, they did very well. Will Smith did very well. Mary Elizabeth did very well. They very um and I forgot that one dude's name. Um the, the Chinese guy that uh He's also in the Avengers. He's the the one who's just like who wants to with Doctor Strange. He's like his like right hand man in a sense. Um, he's he plays in this movie, but he did he pretty decent job as well. But everything else was just like, eh. um, but to go back, the 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 sounds were cool, like the guns, the cars, the the ambient noise, all that crap, the music that was pretty good. There was I think one or two that wasn't there but overall it was okay the costume design for and the cinematography <clears throat> just like i mentioned some of those were okay not a lot of them the costume design i guess you could say were oh it was whatever for like the military people they use for their um for their like co-op or covert people i was like I, you know it's, it's something but it's something i've seen before like it looks similar to something like i know it's hard to probably make something new but it was it was just it was whatever and it a lot of it looked very unnatural to me especially with the fighting the like a few shots like where um the bike chase the bike chase with will smith and little will smith but it's called little will smith uh that bike chase uh chase was just not all there I was like, bro, there's a lot wrong with this shit. This is a lot of movement was so unnatural. Like, it was just the CGI just was not working. The hand-to-hand uh, -hand fighting when they were in the tomb, when young Will Smith baited Will Smith into coming into the tomb. He tried to plant bombs and stuff like that, and then they were having this whole deep conversation. And then they started fighting hand to hand. That shit was so. I was like, no, like it was. It was very weird. It was so weird. I just couldn't do it. I was like, you know, I'm gonna just get through this movie at this point. And it was. It was. It was just whatever. It was just whatever. Honestly. So that's that's pretty much why I said it was a. Uh, a one-time watch because overall what i give this movie is like a 5.7 out of 10 like that's how low i'm giving it it could be lower like i'm probably being generous giving it a 5.7 but it is what it is man it's, it's a 5.7 out of 10 to me so gemini man my official review, what I'm giving it for its score is a 5.7 out of 10. That's what it deserves. That's what it got. That's why it really wasn't talked about when it came out. People didn't really rant to rave about it, especially when I had asked people, like, have you seen it? They said, yeah. I'm like, what'd you think about it? And they're like, it's, it's okay. Now I, I completely understand why they said that. It's on Hulu, so if you would like to go watch it and think for yourself and see what it is, you don't have to take my word for it. What I say, you can go watch it yourself. It's on Hulu if you're paying for Hulu. Gemini Man, it's on there. So we'll go with that. I'm just going to move on to the next one. <laughs> the next one. I waited to watch this one because it's on Disney Plus. 
it is Maleficent. Maleficent. I waited to see this one because I missed when it first came out. Just because I think there were other movies and just other shit going on. So I was like, fuck, I want to I want to watch it. So it's whatever. And then Disney Plus came out. I was like, okay, cool. You know, they put Maleficent on there. I was actually about to watch it a lot earlier. A lot earlier. But then I was like, hold on. Let me see if the second one's on here first. Because that one came out in 2019. So I was like, okay, man, it's not probably going to be on here instantly. But I see. And they said it was just going to come out later 2020 of... Uh, later of 2020 and then when it finally did i was like cool now i could go back and watch the first one and watch the second one and just review both of those so that's what we're about to do we're about to review maleficent and the maleficent mistress of evil so <laughs> i finally got to watch it and i'm gonna say maleficent is good as shit i'm gonna say it's good as hell it's it's, it's definitely something you could rewatch. It's a rewatchable type of movie. If uh, uh, I'll say like two, maybe three times. If it's on, you're not going to really skip it. I will say that, like how if it ever goes on like FX movies or something like that, like if you ever watch just regular basic cable TV, like and you know they're showing those movies and shit like that. If this is on, you're not gonna skip it. So that's that's what that's what I'm saying. It's pretty good. Like it's something you could watch all the way through without having to worry. Um, but story behind Maleficent is great. Uh, Maleficent, who's a fairy, uh, who became a queen of the enchanted forest at like at such a young age and stuff like that, um, at just a little girl who fell in love with a human, and then who was then betrayed by cutting off her wings. But when you watch it, yeah, oh shit, yeah, I totally forgot, forgot to say, yeah, this is gonna, I'm gonna fucking say this is spoilers. I don't care, especially since the first one came out in 2014 this is the first one so this came out fucking i'm gonna spoil this shit out i don't care and maleficent 2 i'm gonna spoil that one too <laughs> i completely forgot about spoilers even for gemini man i don't care i'm i know you got a two-week fucking mark on anything it's past two weeks god damn we got past two years but <laughs> continuing yes um the dude killed uh what is it sir sarlato Coupley. I don't know how to pronounce his la uh, his first name, but his last name is Kuple, or Kuple or Kuple. Y'all know who I'm talking about if you've seen the movie or if you know who that actor is. He's one of my favorite actors. I love watching it. He's in the District 9 movies. He's the main character there. He's in the Elysium movies. The, he's the, uh, um, the bad guy that tries to kill the main character. He's fucking great. He's a very versatile. He's also in Hardcore Henry. He's a very versatile actor, and I like it. Uh, I like him a lot, so that's why I appreciate him being in this movie. He did his fucking well right. Angelina Jolie, who plays Maleficent, when the groaner, uh, grown-up version of Maleficent. Angelina Jolie, she find a shit. She does her. She did her shit in this movie. She rocked that shit. I give her the kudos on that. But <laughs> to continue where I left off, to go back, um old boys they fell in love with each other and he did love maleficent he definitely fell in love with her but because the king tried to get into the forest he wanted to take what was his and maleficent didn't want that uh so he on his deathbed basically said for any of his servants to who could bring the head of maleficent before he dies will get the crown so with him being his, you know, 
being in his situation and that type of opportunity to arise, he broke. And he he was going to stab her. He was about to kill her. But instead of that, he saved her and kind of like spared her by only taking off her wings. As a fairy, that's very... This is very disrespectful and it's you know it's bad and stuff like that because i'm like you're a fairy you're known for your wings basically you think of a fairy they got wings and they are they're either small or you know they have wings that's mainly what you think of a fairy or you think of tinkerbell exactly my prime example is tinkerbell small fairy with wings literally with pixie dust and all that shit but um maleficent was asleep i'm surprised i didn't understand she must have been in some crazy oh did he drug her I don't know, but yes, he cut off her wings when she was asleep. She woke up heartbroken and devastated and stuff like that. And he heard it when she woke up and, you know, he brought it back to the king. Boom, he became the king. Um, and then he, uh, once he became king, you know, he had a wife and a daughter and shit like that. And they were celebrating and Maleficent came in, you know, with her black suit and shit like that. And she curses the daughter curses the baby at such a young age and she said on her 16th birthday or was it 18th birthday whatever it is uh she will be doomed to fall asleep forever when she looked at a spindle with a needle if she presses it like press her finger on it she will go into deep sleep forever um and then they were begging the guy was begging so you know Maleficent had you know that that feelings towards him still she's like okay and as a con to him she said she could only be wakened by true love's first kiss and then she cursed it cursed the child and it walked out and i was like oh shit okay okay (laughs) i was like trying to do some sleeping beauty type of shit so that makes sense from there they you know the the fairies the king told the fairies three fairies that were you know there to offer their love and wisdom to the you know the congratulating of you know them having a uh, a child three fairies the king told the three fairies to watch after the da- daughter after like the 16th year or the 18th year and one day to try to get around the curse so you know they bring her to this deep into the forest or whatever it is to watch after her and shit like that they did a terrible job of watching after that child bro so in the background maleficent was the one watching over the child and over time started to fall in love with the child and started to love and care for it and if you know if you understand what i'm going you know started to really build that relationship with the child as she grew up and the character building for that was just amazing took care of the child her name was aurora and just watched over her from the 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 background pretty much like a fairy godmother in a sense and that's pretty much what she became was a fairy godmother to aurora and it did very good did very well and her castmate Sam Riley, the dude who played the crow, I completely forgot what his fucking name is in in the movie, but she and Maleficent ended up saving him. Uh and he pretty much is just like, I want to devote myself to you and you know, I want to serve under you. Thank you for, you know, saving me or whatever. She's like, "Okay." And then, you know, she's like, "I'll 
turning into a crow. You're going to be my eyes for me. Well, he was a crow. You know, he's flying around, better know everything. He's pretty much like a messenger crow. In a sense, that's why he was turned into a crow. But he, he did his part very well. I give him his kudos. Even though he was just that, he played his shit like he's supposed to. I fuck with him. I fuck with him. The... Cinematography. <laughs> Cinematography and the costume design. Like, I already know. The whole place is fake. whole world is fake. Like, I understand that. But the how well they did it was very nice. The costumes, the creatures, a lot of that shit was detailed. The only thing I didn't like was the CGI and the fairies. Like, I understand... You know, some of it was hard, but some of that shit was like kind of off to me and I just couldn't, couldn't really get into it. But to go back on the story, to make a long story short, Maleficent ended up beating her own curse with True Love's first kiss when the prince who tried to save her failed because he wasn't really in love with her. Like they tried to use the love at first sight thing on uh, like, just like on Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty, you know, Love at First Sight or whatever it is, uh, to try to awake her, didn't work, left, and, you know, Maleficent was crying and stuff like that, ended up kissing her on her forehead, and the girl wakes up, Aurora wakes up, and she broke her own curse. The fighting scene right after that was lit with the king, all the iron, because iron is Maleficent's weakness, uh, for her fairy, she's a, a weakness to iron. That fighting scene, so lit in that castle with the dragon. Different fights were going on, and Aurora brought back Maleficent's wings because he kept them as a trophy. Basically, he had hide out, just hidden in a, uh, an attic. Because um, Maleficent told her to go, you know, run, go hide, or whatever it is. She's in this room, and then happens to be in the room where the wings are flapping away and then she breaks it and weeks come flying down we thought we were about to lose maleficent because she was actually about to die wings get on her and boom she's she's a boss ass bitch at that time you can't you can't fuck her up she almost killed the king almost killed the king but she stopped herself and she said it's over the king jumped on her and they were falling she did a little mctwist <laughs> and he fell to his death like, it was an unintentional, intentional uh, thing. Like, she was trying to save herself. The king is the one who jumped on her. He didn't have to. He was, it's his own fault. It's his own, own reason this shit happened. But it was a good story. It was, it was really good. And I liked a lot about this movie. There were some things I didn't like, but there were a lot of things I did like what i do give this movie is a 7.5 i give it a 7.5 out of 10. it deserves a 7.5 it's a really good movie i um went back on a few things to try to like you know pinpoint things i didn't like and like things i did like but i just ended up rewatching the whole movie again because i was like okay <laughs> fuck it it's a movie i love movies but I give it a 7.5 out of 10 for Maleficent itself. For the first one. The second one, which is Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. What happened with this one? <laughs> it continues right where it left off, where Maleficent 
crowns Aurora, the king of the forest, the first ever human to do this versus it being a fairy, the one who's supposed to be taking it. But it would be Aurora because she grew up in the forest. She knew how to take care of it, everything like that. Picks up right after that. And the story behind Mistress of Evil is Aurora got proposed to by the prince of this time it's a completely different guy at this point different people in the kingdom and all that stuff like that different hair or whatever it is um excuse me as maleficent being a clingy protect overly protective godmother to aurora she disapproves of the whole wedding she's less like no like you ain't getting married the fuck are you no hell nah but she's mainly just trying to protect Aurora because she didn't want her getting hurt like how she did where she was in love with somebody and then got betrayed she didn't want that same thing with Aurora uh, so she tried to protect her and all that crap but ended up like kind of backfiring on her in a sense because she got blamed for the king's like knocking out type thing because what had happened is they got invited because the king he wanted to like the king is just like the prince who loved aurora the king wanted to make peace within all the kingdoms with the enchanted forest he didn't want no issues he wanted to invite he invited him out to you know a dinner and shit like that to sit down with maleficent the queen didn't like that she disapproved like ever since they showed the queen like she was just off automatically she I almost like she almost straight up killed the king too like she was testing out a, a bow and arrow and was swinging around trying to act like it was nothing and like her assistant was like uh my queen the, the it's it's cocked it's it's loaded and she's like oh is it now and it's starting to go towards the king and then the door opened and she shot it and hit the the thing um trying to act like an accident so she we already knew she was on some devious shit like straight off all right off rip i was like ah oh, okay i know where this is going the queen is just trying to get the throne and she's evil she does she doesn't like what the king's rule is she doesn't like peace she wants war with the forest so they could take what's in there just like the previous king in the first movie she's just still on that bullshit but during the dinner things went south maleficent stood up because she didn't like the way she was being talked to by the queen and then the stupid ass cat was trying to attack the crow dude and they're, they're throwing shade back and forth and then maleficent she's just like no we're out of here whatever it is we, i'm not standing for this bullshit what a like let's go <laughs> uh so the queen took advantage of that whole action while everybody was focused on maleficent she ran up to the king with the spindle where the curse was the one that got aurora and stabbed his ass to send him into sleep she quickly did that and then but you don't see that you don't see that until further in the movie because when it was exposed but what you see is the king say what have you done to me or what has she done to me and he passes out and she's the queen being a fake bitch she is starts just like she cursed him she cursed him this down a third and it's just like she's evil and you know aurora is getting upset and uh the the prince runs to the father trying to wake him up and stuff like that the guards are unarmed they're trying to attack her and aurora screaming he's like Un undo the curse undo the curse save him i was like i well, was like, i ain't do nothing this ain't me but because the way she acted it made it look like it did i was like oh damn that's fucked up 
they they getting her. They getting her, but long story short, she flew off. She got shot out of the air by the assistant because the assistant knew she was gonna fly out of the, the, the castle. So she went up to the top of the uh the, the the castle and then shot Maleficent. She was a hell of a shot. I give her that. That was a hell of a shot that she got Maleficent right out of the air too. Um got her, she fell in the river, and then the river went into the ocean, and then we thought we were, we lost her right then and there. We thought it was about to be just up, oh, she's gone, but then all of a sudden somebody who looks just like Maleficent came out of the sky, dove down and grabbed her and took her away. And it's uh from there it was pretty cool because come to find out Maleficent's not alone she has a whole species whole entire just from all across the world inside this one giant cave with different biomes and they're figuring out that yo Maleficent she has this power that is the power of the phoenix who was their pretty much their deity in a sense and where they get their where she gets her powers from the phoenix at the time and there's one dude who's trying to start a war who's just not liking what's going on he wants to fight to you know avenge everything that's happening while back at the house uh, the the castle the queen's trying to prepare a roar to become the queen and she's not liking it because she, she just feels out of place you know the prince is just trying to calm her down just because it's something new but also that he fell in love with her the person of the forest and you don't have to be the queen and stuff like that but overall story is great <laughs> story is great um the way they ended it that ending fight scene like the uh the the, the fighting it was okay i did like it some of the fight scenes were whatever it was lackluster that's the best way to put it some of them are lackluster uh, but some of them were like, okay, yeah, that didn't need to happen. Like the queen. Fuck that bitch. She got, she didn't die. She didn't die. She got turned into a goat. <laughs> she got turned into a goat uh, after being captured by the other fairies. Um, but uh, it was, it was, it was okay. We did lose Maleficent. She did die. She died because she saved Aurora because the queen tried to shoot her with the arrow. And it had like this, uh, it was like this anti-force magic thing to where they found the dust, sorry, the flowers where they buried their dead grew to this like, like this flower. And the source of that power was transformed into this powder that turns them back into their original state. Like if it was a uh, a flower that's now alive and moving, if it got hit with that, it turns right back into a flower. The fairies, they dissipate. They just completely just either disappeared or if it was like the regular fairies, they turned into flowers. The trees that move turn back into trees. So if you understand what I'm saying. So it pretty much reverts everything back to where it was. It reverses any magic that ever existed. And Maleficent got hit with the in the back from that, trying to save Aurora because the queen shot Aurora. Maleficent saw that, did a little, little, little twist, and took the shot for her, so she just disappears. 
and you know they're arguing and queen's trying to you know send aurora back into the uh the castle trying to lock her up and trying to kill off the rest of the people that's going on but if anybody knows anything about a phoenix and the power of resurrection maleficent is not dead she came back she came back as the phoenix itself which was actually pretty dope i was like that's a big ass bird but uh at the end they uh ended up uh successfully saving everybody well not everybody a lot of people died a lot of fucking people died because they uh they faked a wedding to as a trap and yeah <laughs> that's what i get but a lot of the cast worked very well a lot of the cast worked very well some i didn't like the homeboy the prince that prince sucked i didn't like him a few other cast people i didn't like him but a lot of the other cast worked very well maleficent did great uh sam riley who was a crow he played his part well like he always does aurora i forgot what her the cast member her name was but she played her ship right what i give this movie As a final score, or just a score, uh, I guess I could call it official Vega score, is I give it an 8 out of 10. I give it an 8 out of 10. The way it picked up from the last one, how the story was still being driven, how the backstory from Maleficent was finally come to come to realization, what was happening in the background. That's what I get. I give it an 8 out of 10. That's what I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Um, moving on to second to last. <laughs> second to last section of the podcast. Second to last section of the podcast. Music. Been listening to some music. Um, new projects that came out. The Bryson uh, uh, Tiller anniversary album. It's like 10 songs on there. Um, it's something to listen to. It's pretty nice, but nothing that I could, I could throw in the rotation. Nothing I could, you know, just listen to over and over again or whatever it is. It's definitely somewhat skippable to where, oh, excuse me, uh, somewhat skippable to, skippable to where you listen to it and it's like, Hey, I'm skipping this. I'm gonna get to something else. Uh, I'm listening to this. I can get to something else. I can listen to this, but it's a one and done type thing. Yeah, for Bryson Tiller, I don't know, man. You you gotta. It's either you find a new sound or get better. I don't know. Maybe I think he just needs a new sound. He just honestly needs a new sound because it wasn't it wasn't worth it. It definitely wasn't worth it. But. 21 Savages and Metro Boomin's project, Savage Mode 2. It's 15 songs on there. That I listened to. I listened to both albums twice, all the way through on both of them. Uh, just to kind of like really see what's going on and like, you know, the message and what they say and shit like that. Um, it's definitely a lot of headbangers, you know, just like, okay, fucking it up. And you listen to, you know, 
it's 21 Savage and Metro. Like, you, you, if you ever listened to 21 Savage's shit before, you know what you're getting into. You know what you're about to listen to. You know what you're about to hear. So it's it's, it's nothing new on that. And so uh, there are some skippable songs. There wasn't anything I could throw in the rotation for me. For nothing I could add to a fucking playlist. Um, depending on the song that comes on, I'll listen to it all the way. But there were a lot of skippable. Well, there weren't a lot, but there were a few skippable. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I really got to say about that. And then LMA, she come out, she came out with a new single called "Not Another Love Song." It's a good one. It's it's definitely got that LMA flow. Everybody know about Boot Up. Everybody know about Trip. <laughs> Everybody know about what you call it. So yeah, it's it's definitely LMA. Like it's got her sound. She's she's got her distinctive sound. You know what you about to listen to. Um, I like it. I I think I did throw it in the rotation. I'm not too sure. I don't know if I did. I don't think I did. But if it does come on, it's not something you would skip unless you're just not trying to hear that. Like if you're not in the mood. Cause you know how LMA is. So you know. <laughs> It's, it's a mood it's r&b bro she's r&b if you're if you're not an r&b type of person like if you don't like r&b or if you don't love r&b then it's not a song for you but if you do you're not gonna skip this shit you're gonna hear it you're gonna fucking hear it um moving on to last but not least part of the podcast um at first i didn't really have any q a uh question answers nobody really said anything or whatever it is but it was uh what made me think and when we put put something on here it's more of like the on the relationship side of shit uh because i had was sitting down with one of my friends not really like sitting down but we were in a discord and it was me and my other best friend and we were sitting there listening to his his his, uh, his little situation that he was going through with a uh with a female and what he was trying to like tell us and knowing how i am when i, I the first like two sentences he said i said nigga it's time to go like you gotta go like leave <laughs> it was just like you know hold on let me just let me listen to you let me see what you talk about let me let me hear you out uh so long story short and what i'm gonna say to give my advice because i ain't gonna put his business out there but what i'm really gonna say is this applies to both guys and girls people who are gay who are lesbian transsexual anything like that doesn't matter who you are your sexual orientation it literally applies to everybody because you want to feel like you're being loved you want to feel like you're being cared for you want to be feel like you're actually getting the attention you're supposed to be getting and you're supposed to be receiving you don't want to be on the short end of the stick you want to be literally the forefront of somebody's attention and they're they're just everything at that point because you're giving that off you don't want to be the person who's only giving it and not getting that shit back so if you're really looking for a relationship that's what you're fucking looking for but if you're not getting reciprocated feelings or reciprocated energy like my nigga it's time to go if they're giving you nothing but excuses left and right not really being straight up with you from the get-go or even just straight up with you what's actually really going on bro it's time to go guys and girls females if a guy's literally being short with you 
not text you back after a few like fucking 24 hours or whatever it's like oh sorry this and no like the first time you might be like okay maybe someone's gone but if it keeps being consistent and it's going on for weeks and you're still fucking there ladies time to go there's more people stop wasting your time fellas same exact thing stop being so pussy driven and fucking go like if that's like if she's not the one where you thought she was the one clearly she ain't because she's not giving you the time of day she's giving somebody else the time of day and she may be on the shorter than the stick that she's been getting like where she's giving all this dude attention or he's giving all this woman attention and he's not giving it back and he's he's ignoring you because you want to give it to them but they're ignoring nah time to go somebody else will care for you somebody else will love you somebody else will devote their time and energy to you and you can take all this with a grain of salt you ain't gotta listen to me but honestly what i know is i wouldn't put up with that bullshit like hell nah bro i'd be gone like i know what i I know where my morals are i know what i stand for i know i know the way i am and that's not something i would allow to happen to me there are red flags that literally and clear signs that will tell you hey something isn't right i'm i need to listen to myself stop fighting your fucking mind stop fighting your fucking heart a lot of your times your fucking heart is really like it's probably getting you in this it's one that's giving you in this situation where you're at now to where you're hoping for something it would be and it's not doing like listen to yourself listen to your gut feeling your mind it's telling you to go just like what i was telling my boy at the end of the day he finally got his answer because i straight i straight up told him i was like bro you need to be straight up you ain't gotta be this straight up because i was i was just i was just kind of fed up like with him with what he was telling me i straight up told him i was like bro you need to straight up tell her i was like do you want a relationship or not like you ain't gotta you gotta gotta say that like that (laughs) and uh he said he sent the text he actually listened to me i was like oh shit bro you didn't actually have to do that i was just being straight up with you but the fact that he did that he got his answer he got his answer he didn't want and now he's done like if you really want to risk it in a text like that you ain't ever got you ain't got to do that shit like you could do it something like that like just different completely word don't sugarcoat the shit because they're just gonna give you a sugar-coated bullshit answer and you're gonna be stuck in this ever in uh never-ending loop you don't want that you don't fucking want that just if they give you an answer other than what you're looking for like if you straight up ask them do you want a relationship or not if they say yes cool cool stay yes yeah oh shit he's bold okay let's go but if they're like (laughs) if you were to ask him like say if it's first date or something like that you ask him what are the what are you looking for um if they're telling you oh like they have they have what they want like if they're looking for and this is for guys or girls I'm looking for a long-term relationship. I'm looking to, you know, settle down or something like that. I'm looking to build a relationship from the ground up or whatever it is. I'm ready to, to devote my time, efforts, shit like that. You know, the shit you want to hear. If they're able to give you something like that, oh yeah, it's time to, you know, you need to also be ready for that because they're more ready than probably what you are. You need to be prepared. If you're not prepared for that, maybe that person's not for you. Uh, not for you. Don't waste their time. Be considerate. Do not waste their fucking time. But if you are ready for that, take it. 
take it and do not fucking let go of that shit because it's hard as hell to find shit out here. If you got it like that, it ain't, you know, it ain't hard for you. You know, you, you good looking man or you good looking woman, you can get that shit day by day or whatever it is, but don't fuck that shit up. But if somebody was to give you this type of answer after asking, what are you looking for in a relationship or what are you looking for in general, whatever it is, what are your, your likes, dislikes, whatever it is. If they give you something like, oh, I don't know, I'm not a... I'm not too sure what I want. I'm just kind of like, uh, this under there, you know, just making a bullshit or I don't really know right now. Or I'm just like, I'm not looking for anything, but you are, and you're trying to be serious. Nigga, don't go any further with that person. If you continue to go further with that person, that's your fucking fault. Don't blame anybody. Don't go, don't even go to anybody asking for advice because they already fucking told you what was wrong. They already told you what the issue is and what they want. They don't know what they want. They're not ready. They're still wanting to fuck around. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like putting anybody down for doing none of that shit like that. Go be you. Do that. I'm just talking mainly about the people that actually want relationships. People that don't want to get their, I mean, you're going to get your heart broken in case things might not, you know, work out in the long run. But overall, I'm talking about like people that actually are looking for serious long-term shit, not no quick Tinder hookup (laughs) or no quick like three to four month type thing. Like I'm talking years trying to go the distance type of shit. Those are the people I'm talking to. That's, that's, that's why I wanted to put this on the end towards the q a for like i guess relationship type shit relationship advice um because nobody wants to feel hurt nobody wants to get cheated on nobody wants to be feel second best if you a king you better walk like king you better act like king you better be a fucking king and if you a queen girl you better do your shit man and and i'm not talking about you what do they call them, bro? What the fuck? I forgot what it is. Them wannabe queens? I don't even want to say wannabe queens. I'm talking about the ones that talk high and mighty about being a queen and ain't shit. I'm talking about you real queens that are out there who are on they shit. They get in their paper. They are educated or getting their education. They know what they want. They have a good job. They love their family. They love God and all that other shit. I'm talking about you. That's who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'll talk about you better not fall, even though you do fall for it. (laughs) Don't fall for bullshit. Don't take anything less than what you are. Don't have these unbelievable, impossible standards. I mean, that's, you can't be unrealistic. I mean, you can, if you could find that person good, hopefully you do, but that might prevent you from getting this maybe it's just not in the state i don't know go on eHarmony or something like that find that match just put it up there do that hey but what i'm really trying to say is uh don't take anything less than what you deserve if you feel like you're being wronged you better get everything you need and then present it to your partner keep that shit 100 between y'all two and if that person's feeling a little bit scandalous or is scandalous or is doing you wrong and you don't like it and it's something that you don't think is going to change like if you bring it up and they don't change it you bring it up again they don't change it it's a consistency that you're not trying to see go long term maybe it's time for you to go 
men too, same thing. Maybe it's time for you to go. Don't take anything less. It's time, it's time. But that's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> if you like the if you like the podcast, again, like, comment, subscribe, share, rate the star, uh, <laughs> rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to. Uh, brings new listeners, moves me up the algorithms, gets more questions, gets me more content, and make me want to bring more podcasts to you guys sooner or whenever. Whatever happens, happens. I will be posting this podcast maybe in a few days on youtube for the video version if you would like to see the video version if you're just listening to the audio version i appreciate the uh, uh the audio version appreciate the audio version i appreciate the listen i absolutely do i appreciate the support and everything like that uh especially if you made it this far i knew it was a long podcast just because i forgot a few things on the last podcast but there was also a lot of information heavy shit that happened uh especially in the gaming news uh and then with the reviews too as well but i do like reporting these so if you'd like to hear more let me know comment uh if you're listening to this on youtube type in the comment section yo i made it <laughs> yeah just say yo i made it it lets me know that you made it all the way to the end and i'm a heart that shit and i'm gonna say appreciate the fucking listen my dude absolutely everybody else if you're listening on spotify hit the subscribe button apple Podcasts, leave uh, five stars everything um if you're on anchor listening to this on anchor fm um you can make a video a recorded message on anchor and i could showcase it on the next podcast if uh if it's really good and if you'd like me to answer it it could be about anything just like a relationship advice maybe you're going through something of course i'm not all i'm not god i'm not nothing like that um you know i just give my opinion on what i feel might be right or what you might be able to do to try to fix your situation things like that and i will catch you guys next on the next pvp podcast see you guys later